The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Mike Raley is here. Ann Clapp is sitting on the porch watching the Intercoastal Waterway or something this morning and uh, having, uh, having a good time. Hopefully, she's away, but we do have Brother Rufus Edmonston. The, oh, uh, here dis- and accounted for. The distinguished politician uh, of lore. When a recovering politician, remember that. <laughs> That's a long process, isn't it? Oh, I'm on about the... the I think you said that the first the, day you were on. Yeah, the 20th step of 100 steps. <laughs> and Phil Campbell was nice enough to come in. Do you like it? do you like doing this show? I love doing this. I mean you don't have show. to you don't have to say you do if you don't. No, I love doing the show. I'll put you on or the spot. I, I hate no. it. Hey, uh, <laughs> you like doing it, Rufus? I love it. My goodness. I, I love you know. doing the show because well, first of all, I like being here with you guys, but I like helping people or feeling like I'm helping people yeah. and being And it's able easier to talk when it's people. in air conditioning. That's right. It is. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. For sure. Uh, yeah. Well Phil will be back out there in a little while, but uh Pam Beck is on the phone right now. Good morning, Pam. Good morning, y'all. And Phil, it's so good to hear your voice too. Well, it's great to uh great to hear you. I'm sorry I missed the uh sorry I missed the luncheon, but I had my great nieces this week. I had three of them. Three of the four. So (laughs) it was like ten, eight, and six. Oh, okay. Well they were controllable. (laughs) Yeah, so uh (laughs) I didn't get to I didn't know if anybody else could uh, could watch over them for that that period of time, so I kind of hung around. Now, young Colby Griffin is the extension agent in in Franklin County that's in charge of horticulture, and Colby has some young kids, and so you know about kids running around, don't you, Colby? Good morning. Yeah, you'll probably hear them here now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear them right now, boy. They're they're wild. That's okay. We need some ambiance here. You know, wake people up. We have, we got a rooster. We need some kids to wake them up too. So how are you doing? That's all right. Uh, well, you concentrate as much as you can. <laughs> oh, that, that's nothing. My fifty. Hey, it never ends, Colby. My fifty-two-year-old son called me about seven thirty when I was pulling in. wanted to know Wanted to know if I wanted him to be in charge today. Yeah. I said no because I probably won't have any employees when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can call 860-9783-919-860-WPTF. And uh, you are listening to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. And I uh, hope everybody's well. The humidity, we remarked this morning that uh, the humidity is has come back. And... Uh, I, I bet it's uh, humid in Red Oak this morning, isn't it, Colby? Uh, it's another day in June, so that's correct. Yeah, and uh, Pam, what about the hurricanes? Oh, the hurricanes are dripping. <laughs> <laughs> so you, have you been out to inspect this morning, inspect your property? Yes, I have. You know I cannot yeah. get up without at least peeking out in the garden. And I do have to admit that the uh, 
that last week was beautiful. We spent so much Ooh. time out in the yard. I'm I'm uh, kind of grateful for a break this morning. But the hydrangeas are fabulous. Um, lots of things are coming up. The herbs and the vegetables are really peaking, and um, the bananas are growing. Oh, all kinds of good stuff going on. So it's it's all good. Yeah, the banana trees. Uh, what, what type of uh, banana tree is it uh, that you? Baju. Baju, yeah. yeah Those are the Baju, ones that get which, big, big leaves yeah, and everything. Yeah, they get really tall. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people around Raleigh have been posting pictures that theirs are already going to set fruit, which yeah. is unusual for yeah, the Yeah, it is. Yeah, because yeah. ours usually set fruit about the time it's going to be cold. Yeah, yeah. I'll, so, get, I'll get a flower right before frost. Right, and, right. Um, yeah. So, any theories as to why it would be setting fruit now? I mean, that, is that a Colby? Is that a, when something sets fruit like that? Does that mean it's under the plants under stress or too far along or or you know mixed up or what? You think it could be stress or it could be COVID related, like everything else. Yeah, yeah. Heat, <laughs> uh, heat. Yeah, certainly yeah. plays a part. Although, you know, June is – we haven't had as many 90-degree days. I think we've had four, and we usually average about 11 in June. So yeah. it's – you know, it's it's okay yeah. um, with me that we haven't had as many. It's we'll have some me. next week as we start to get into uh, July. And with his humidity, it always makes it miserable. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, we uh, – we hope that yeah the banana trees my i just planted one last year and um it came up this year boy does it grow fast it's well, amazing how i fast. noticed uh yesterday that the a few of the leaves on mine have started to um to split like you know from the wind mm-hmm. so i guess mm-hmm. we really have had enough wind with maybe some of these uh thunderstorms in the afternoon or something that yeah they split it up a little bit. i like Not that effect oh i do too i yeah. do too and that's that's how makes it look, to look tropical are you right. talking about the ones out at the road yes yes <laughs> they're huge yeah and, yeah but they're i'm gonna have to go home and check to see if there's any blooms on those because uh, they they usually do bloom but, i haven't thought about them blooming but they would have yeah. to bloom if they got fruit they well does anybody get any bananas that you can eat no it gets too cold around here. you gotta go to hawaii for that <laughs> it's it's interesting i did talk to one gardener uh karen schlesinger who used to work at logan's and she took that um banana stalk off one year mm-hmm. the whole stalk like you see in the tropical paintings and put it in her house left it hanging and let the fruit ripen and she said it was palatable but it wasn't delicious yeah yeah uh. <laughs> Colby, do you have a banana tree in your landscape? I do not. Okay. I probably would like the sandy soil. So, yeah. Nash County. So you're going to, um, you're going to, going with your church to Israel, right? Israel, yeah. Yeah. But in late November, early December. Okay. Maybe. You'll probably get to see down around the uh, Sea of Galilee, there's tons of uh, banana orchards. In the at, close to the kibbutz. Oh, good. Yeah, so good. you'll get to see a lot of. Bananas. Yeah, I can remember stopping. You'll be so at a, happy. Stopping somewhere along the way. Uh, I don't remember which island in Hawaii, and, and stopping at a big banana wow. tree, and uh, we were allowed to go pick pick one off. And boy, that was the best banana I, banana I've ever had. I think. Wow. It was probably Maui. Probably was Maui. Yeah. 
Well, you you will love that Israeli trip. I've been there three yeah. times, and you must go up to the thing called Masada, uh-huh. the so, mountaintop. But yeah. don't walk down. But don't walk down or try to – don't dare. Try or fall to, down. Yeah, do not do that. <laughs> Roll down. <laughs> oh, and, my goodness. And there was a place up there when I last went, Pam, called the Watergate. And I said, my goodness, they even had a Watergate over here in Israel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Kobe, I've been I've been wondering. Uh, I'm seem to be the only guy that that went over to Chapel Hill, and and I get by with it somehow, not being stoned. Where Where did you go to school? He he went to state. Did you went to state? Didn't you, Kobe? Of course, that's the only college. To get to. <laughs> I thought I'd get that out. See, I mean, you know, you got to. You, you opened up a door, Ruth. Yeah, you sure uh, did. You shouldn't have sat there. I just went. I went down, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, he went. He went to Carolina. Gerald Adams went to Carolina too. Well, I, I, the, I think they're the only two UNC people we have on the show. But uh, and, uh, Pam, you went to University of Georgia. No, Georgia State University. Georgia State yes, University, oh, farther south. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, no, it's in Atlanta. Um, it, well, it's, it's fr- further south from Athens. Yeah. I don't count that as a school because I'm married to a Georgia Tech man. So yeah, well, I understand. It's like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Carolina State. Right, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but anyway, what's, uh, so what's blooming in your landscape, Pam? Oh, my goodness. Like I said, the hydrangeas, um, I have to give a shout-out to the Annabelles. They are wonderful hydrangeas they are very tough they bloom on new wood you can cut them down in the winter time and they come up and they're all um i cut them all down to about about six to eight inches tall and um they are all about three and a half to four feet right now loaded with great big white flower heads and they make a stunning sweep in a, in a shade garden they can take uh, sun to part shade very tolerant plants those are great i've got white lilium right now uh, that are blooming um these are the asiatic lilies they're they're some of the early ones so they've started coming on the most of my day lilies are are gone they're they're spent the roses are spent so it's kind of a quiet time in the garden um i've got a white crepe myrtle though that's been blooming for weeks and the bees adore it yeah they do, Colby. Do you uh, do you have a vegetable garden, or uh, do you have uh, any plants blooming right now? I don't know how much time you have to garden. <laughs> I have time to think. Um, yes, I have a vegetable garden for sure. We're actually putting up sweet corn this morning. <laughs> oh, oh, is that oh, wow. is that what you're doing right now? Is putting up sweet corn? That's correct. You know, I uh, I, I got wrangled into that by my uh, my late mother in law. One of the first times I visited the uh, the Reeves farm in Pittsburgh, and uh, they were putting up corn. I, I got a good lesson that day. I don't know that I've done it since, but I sure did it that day because they uh, they expected me to. <laughs> you gotta, but it was some good corn. I don't, you know, it's um, there. There's what else do you what else do you put up or can? Who did we lose? Colby? We I lost. Think, I think you might have lost him. We lost Colby. Well, the kids grabbed yeah. the phone. <laughs> they wanted to be on. Yeah, I guess they did. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get him back here in a second. You yeah. know, uh, now, talk- I wanted to ask Phil. I think she's got a sale going on at her place right now. We do. 
We do. Um, all of our annuals or all of our seed annuals, it's hard to, I guess, in the 1801 flats, um, those are like begonias and uh, things like that. And those are those are actually on sale for $10 a flat now. And then wow. our specialty annuals like pintas and angelonias and others like that, we have uh, several new crops of those, and so they're not old uh, plants. So we have those on sale. They're marked down from 40 to 20, so it's actually 50% off on those. And then uh, we also have 25% off on knockout roses, and that also is a fairly new crop. They came in um, came in later, and so we have some really nice plants at really good prices, and we've had some really nice rain. So uh, it is time to put uh, put some things in, and in a good time. So um, I did a little bit of planning this week myself. So um, I would suggest coming on out and and taking advantage of some of the some of the good prices that we do have. Thank yeah. you, Pam. I appreciate that. <clears throat> well, you're welcome. I was just so excited. Um, I'm going to have to make a run down there because. Like you, I think that uh, to continue putting out annuals and perennials this time of year is is great. It gets you out in the garden, gives you a lot of color going into summer, and we need that right now. Right. And we, um, in the past, I've been, I guess when we were up at the retail center, I really couldn't pay attention as close as I needed to to the perennials and things, but um, I've kind of changed things up a bit and what we're doing is bringing in fewer perennials, not fewer varieties, but fewer numbers of of each one, and bringing more bringing them in all along. So, hopefully, to have good uh, fresh perennials um, year round right now, and it it's working out really well. So we've got some beautiful plants right now. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of people planting, and uh, we've been pretty much just letting people come in and take the veggies because they were they were getting a little tall but as you know you, <clears throat> you can kind of lay those down in the row and the tomatoes will be very healthy and strong so um yeah i, pr- I appreciate you bringing that up and uh one other thing we're talking about doing corn mike was talking about putting corn up uh we used to go to my granny's up in uh, alamance county on fourth of july weekend and We'd have to uh, put the corn up and get all that done before we could go fishing. So that that got done really quick on my part because I wanted to go fishing really bad. <laughs> so, Colby, who uh, your your children doing a lot of this? Are they getting into gardening? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to, but they like to help. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got your hands full. That makes a that, that's fun. Okay, well. Well, hang in there. <laughs> 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF. How was that pound cake? Uh, oh, my uh, goodness. It is good pound cake. You know, I gotta, I've got to make one. Melissa wants a pound cake for uh, her birthday, and I, I, I have made one a couple of times using Jesse Ruth Cunningham's recipe from uh, one of the Ask Your Neighbor cookbooks. She was uh, – a, uh, a part of this show and and about everything else I've I've done. She was a teacher and along with her sister, I think they were both teachers in Apex. How many so, eggs do you use? Uh, it seems like hers calls for six. Yeah, my mama did twelve. 
Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I may rabbit. be wrong, but I, I'll uh, I'll have to look it. I'll have to look it up. I don't think I have a copy of it here, but uh, yeah, that's that's what she requested yesterday. But she said, "Don't go to any trouble. You can make me just a regular old chocolate cake and a mix." I said, "Well, I better better make a pound cake. I like them too." My gosh, have you Her- tasted have you tasted blueberry lemon pound cake? Oh, that sounds good. Now the blueberries are coming in. Now we are picking every other day at my house, yeah. and um, we get gallons of those things, and they're so good this year. I don't know why. It seems like they're sweeter than I remember, and bigger too. So yeah. mm-hmm. there's lots of blueberries around, and you can um, grate up a little lemon zest and add that to the batter. And my goodness, it's good. In other words, you beat the you beat the birds to enough blueberries. Apparently so. Well, I share. Yeah. We've got probably seven or eight blueberry bushes out there, so we've got we've got plenty. Um, the only only thing I don't want to share with are the deer. Mm-hmm. And I am glad to announce that Mike Beck completed my deer fence and I am over the moon. That man can do no wrong right now. Yeah, so so <laughs> the, there you haven't seen any deer on your side of the fence, right? No, no deer on our side of the fence touch wood. I am I am just celebrating. Every day I go out and look around, and I do, do not see damage. I'm, now, you didn't I'm put any signs to... on the other side of the fence, do not enter, did you? I <laughs> 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 used to have uh, some signs on the fence that uh, said, please close the fence behind you for the delivery people. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying out for the deer. But, uh, Colby, do you... Uh, oh, 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 no. They, they know I don't like them. So. <laughs> Colby, do you, do you have deer problem in, in down uh, down east? Sure. <laughs> you, got a, you, got a deer pro- you got any deer problems down there? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Uh, all the time. But luckily, I don't have a... I have not had a problem with my garden. I, I do not have a fence around mine. But wow. I did some raccoon damage this morning on the on the corn, so I'm glad we went ahead and picked it. Oh, okay. So how how tall is your fence? You, do you have an eight foot fence, or is it oh, just? Yeah, so, um, I don't I don't have a fence like I was saying. I've, I've been lucky. Uh, huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Pam, well, your your husband made you a D E A R fence. Yeah, well, it's both. <laughs> yeah, a D E A R and a D E E R. Yeah, it's to keep one out and one in. <laughs> oh, I, hear, I heard that. So how oh, tall? Wow. How tall is your fence? It is a seven and a half to eight okay. feet, and our ground um, really dips and, and rises. Uh, so this man probably strung a thousand feet of um of deer netting type fence um it's got quite a quite a tensile strength to it but across the front he custom built a beautiful beautiful wooden fence and gate for me and i'm i'm so i'm so happy i really am and and for those of you who are dealing with deer we do, you know, on WPTF, we really um have some wonderful sponsors who make all kinds of deer repellents and things like that um, and I would encourage you to to try to keep the deer out of your landscape, not only to protect your plants, but also because they carry ticks. And I know a lot of people are having problems with ticks this year. It's been a bad mm-hmm. year for them. Yeah, always uh, always check before you go in to make sure you don't have 
ticks if you're walking through your your own landscape, not just mm-hmm. through the woods or something. Yep. So uh, yep. do that. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 827. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Crayley here, along with uh, my friend Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell. And uh, we got uh, Colby Griffin, extension agent, and his family putting up corn this morning. And we got Pam Beck, who's out in Harrikens enjoying her flowers. <laughs> I got everybody in. Uh, 919-860-9783. So how much corn are you going to put up uh, this morning, Colby? Um, just under half a truck bed full. <laughs> half a truck bed. Oh, that's not anything, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Had a whole truck bed and more. That, that's, that's okay. A whole truck bed. I'll, so, I'll let you go with that. So, how, how uh, you got uh, freezers? Or are you going to give them a, give it away, or what are you going to do? Well, yes, that's the thing about when you have a vegetable garden, folks. Folks find out when they want vegetables for free. Yeah, but um, I enjoy giving it away. But yeah, as long as you shut it for them, I just put it all up on the cob. We, we, we used to cut it off, but I we just uh, boil it and blanch it and put it up. In the yeah. Freezer. Yeah, Melissa likes to to buy out some that hadn't been shucked. She likes to shuck it down to a certain uh-huh. point so she can microwave it with uh, some That's of the cool. yeah, and it works pretty well. You don't you don't if you want it in the microwave, you've got to uh, you got to leave a little bit of the shuck on. So, but, but you uh, got to look out for the worms. Yeah, well, you know, that's protein. Adds a, what, adds what's a little bit of what's flavor. wrong with that, Pam? <laughs> a, a little, a little something, something, some extra protein. <laughs> I uh, when, when I was on uh, our sister station QDR uh, on the morning show, we had the bug people in. They had the bug fest, and uh, Wheelis and I ate some crickets. They were farm raised crickets. They were a little crunchy, but uh, really not much of a taste. There was no chocolate or anything. We just say, ate them straight. So, um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. You know, a little, <laughs> you know, we probably eat worms and bugs all the time. I, in fact, I other, know. Yeah. Well, that's like when you eat an apple. And that's like when you eat an apple. What's worse than eating a worm and an apple? Eat an apple worm. <laughs> that's right. Just, <laughs> just, just go ahead and eat it and don't worry about it. And you won't know you've eaten it. That's indeed true. Okay. Well, uh, so, uh, Colby, what uh, do you have Master Gardener program, right? Um, we do not, but uh, I guess you're thinking about it. Last time I've been on, there's been a lot of uh, chatter about that. So, um, uh oh, the next uh, <laughs> six to twelve months, we'll probably do something in Franklin County. Well, you can uh, you can call on uh, Paul McKenzie. Um, uh-huh. He can uh, he can help you out. He's been doing it a long time. I don't know who who all you hang around with, and and that Johnny uh, Johnny got a lot of help. Um, yeah, Johnny could help you too because he's uh, and Mart over in Orange County. Uh, they're all. Uh, I think they all yeah, have them you know, now. I was in uh, Edgecombe County in Tarver. We had we had a program there. So oh, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? And those Tarver gardeners are serious bunch. Oh, they have to be with that beautiful little town there. All that historic oh, yeah. property. 
Yeah, there's some. Oh, they are an amazing group. Mm-hmm. And Colby, I had the privilege of speaking at the Blunt Bridgers uh, Symposium a oh, couple yeah. of times, and uh-huh. those those um, those men and women who put out that that fantastic garden um, symposium, and also all the vendors and and everybody I met there, I was so impressed yeah. with them. They're just lovely people. Well, let's. Let's take some phone calls here. Dave is in Raleigh. Dave, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, Dave. On. There we go. We got you now. All right. There we go. Uh, so here's here's my question today. It's not Carolina cherry laurels like my normal one. <laughs> <laughs> Still dealing with that, huh? Yeah, um, it's actually making some progress, so I Good. may not have to pull it out when they become available in the fall. So we'll right. we'll see. Uh, I'll report back. I promise. Please do. <laughs> On the um, today's topic is uh, hot pepper plants. I've got uh, a variety of them going in uh, flower beds, uh, flower boxes on my deck, and the jalapenos seem to be coming in pretty good. The habanero, the only one that I've got of that is doing fine. The other varieties, uh, like the poblanos and all, are getting a lot of holes in the leaves. And some of them are, you know, the leaves are actually falling off and are in the in the uh, bed below it for probably the better part of a foot up or so. Um, you know, the, the because this is on my deck, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of other stuff going on down there. I've looked. I don't see any sign of caterpillars or things like that that could be eating holes in it. You know, I get the occasional squirrel up there who's burying a pine cone in the bed. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm scratching my head on how to how to deal with this. I don't know. Uh, Colby, do you have any idea what uh, an insect or Pam, Phil, Rufus? I know, Rufus, you grow a lot of hot peppers. Yeah, I've, I've got several going right now carolina reaper ghost pepper uh i I don't even think the bugs will stay around the carolina reaper Uh yeah colby you have any idea what might be affecting those leaves i don't think it's going to hurt it by the way if if he's um, gone off the air again let me uh jump in here Uh, i think he's there beetles by any chance flea beetles i don't know I, I didn't Are see them. Are these tiny, tiny little holes that they fairly like big? A, I didn't see anything that looked like insects on them. I even went out early morning and in the evening. Um, and, and okay, you went out at anything. night with a flashlight? Maybe I don't know what they look like. Did you go out at night with a flashlight? I have not been out with a flashlight. That that might, okay, that might help. It. Yeah, try that. And um, how, how if it's something like flea beetles, <laughs> if you shake the plant sometimes, you'll see them spring off. Yeah, it doesn't have to be late for him to do that, though, Pam. Just after dark. Yeah, just yeah, after yeah. dark. Yeah, just after dark. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, Got it. Colby, uh, do you, flea beetles, does that, that sound like it might be the issue? I was trying to rack my brain on that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I thought you were pulling some corn. Slugs? slugs? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, could be slugs. I'm still here. Are you there? Yeah, slugs. Could it be slugs? Well, I was thinking about that. I mean, if you would get a flashlight out and, you know, if you see any kind of uh, like a glistening trail, um, then that's a telltale sign of slugs. Um, they can be a pest in the garden for sure. Um, 
Japanese beetles, but typically I don't really see them on pepper plants. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't. I mean, they'll eat anything usually, so just, you know. I haven't seen any that. Japanese beetles in, in a I long have. time in my They're in my landscape. roses right now. Are well, they? I'll send you some. Yeah, they're well, in the roses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, don't, don't send What's any. Here? <laughs> don't send any. I put out some milky yeah. spore several years ago. That probably oh, okay. didn't have anything to do yeah, with it, but uh, I I did that. And I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of turf anymore. No. I have very little turf in my landscape. So that, well, that can I make a quick suggestion for Dave? Yeah, um, Dave, since you're since you're sitting there with your um, pepper plants on a deck, I'm assuming that they're containerized. Is that correct? They are, uh, they're not individually containerized, but they're in uh, okay. probably about a foot or so across by, uh, you know, the length of the, the deck corner. So okay, they're, they're sitting there and by themselves. I would almost thing. call it okay. a raised bed, but there's well, not enough dirt the to be calling it a bed. If, yeah, if you can keep them healthy and happy and fertilized this time of year, especially with all the rain that... We've been fortunate enough to have in the past week or so. If you can give them um, some fertilizer, then that will help them be more uh, robust and more resistant to these insects, whatever hitting them. And Just this time of year, I'm, uh, I'm really fond of uh, composted cow manure, but also if you could give them a good drench every week or two with a fish emulsion kelp type uh, liquid fertilizer, you mix it up mm. by the spoonful in your uh, watering can, this will make them more robust. Got it. Fish emulsion. Got it. You know, they could have been getting just too much water. Well, well for some reason we didn't hear you that time. Rufus, what did you say? I said they could have been getting just too much water. Mm-hmm. With the leaves dropping off like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah one thing I'll add, if you, you know... Um, with all the rain and moisture we've had, uh, the disease bacterial spot um, is really can be bad on pepper plants. Uh, so you, you need to be mindful of that. And uh, a copper fungicide spray will help, you know, prevent that from getting too bad. But that'll make leaves drop as well. Hmm. Okay. If they were mine, I would just give them a little time and see if things don't even out. Um, I that's the ones in the gar- the ones at the nursery that are still in the flats. Um, are doing really well, and it just takes the hot peppers a little bit longer to get going than it does the sweet peppers because they have to have the heat. So uh, this past week with the cool nights and that sort of thing. But uh, I, I can tell you this, too. We've got a lot more insects this year. Uh, mm-hmm. With the drought that we've had early on, or a partial drought, uh, there were a lot of uh, white flies, and there were a lot of... Um, Aphids. I mean, everything's looking for for a drink. So it was hot and dry, and and they all came in and jumped on everything. I had one guy come in with a few leaves yesterday, and it was so full of white flies, you really couldn't see much green on it. And that's no joke. They well, were. What all, are your bluebirds doing? Don't they eat every all your insects? Mine. I don't have that many. I had, I the uh, spider mites hit the roses uh-huh. really bad in the in the drought. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, even though I was watering them. It's it's like from the heavens. We need right. the rain on the plants yeah, and that sort of right. thing. But um, but yeah, he, I I don't have I haven't seen any white flies or anything. Good. Just had a few spider mites on the roses that's and a good. few Japanese beetles. But the bluebirds will take care of those. That's right. 
I'm not worried about them. Yep. All righty, Dave. Does that help? Hey, yeah, it does help. Uh, let me ask you one other thing. When I start getting the uh, the peppers growing, when's the best? Uh, how, how long do you wait to pick them? What's the good sign for you know, when, when to harvest them? Depends on what the variety is. And they got to turn a different color. Each, each has its own different color. So if I say a basic jalapeno and it's green, how do I know? You got to go dark, dark yellow. And when to pull it off. Now, just um, you'll be able to tell when somehow or another you'll just be able to tell, hey, that's the right size. That's the size I want to pull it. I mean, it's just there's no really telltale. I mean, I don't know how to, to tell you that except that when you start getting a crop of peppers on there, you'll just start pulling the biggest ones. Squeeze okay. it and see if anything gets in your eye. You'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. you'll uh, know it's ready no, then. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Always helpful, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> I did notice that. It happened to me one time. I, I oh, was wow. uh, m- messing around in my yard. I'll tell you, I, I think I if I could have done an Olympic, uh, broke an Olympic record that day, running around the house. <laughs> After I got that in my eye, golly, that hurt. I did notice Carolina Reapers have started to come on, so that's a good sign that we've had some hot weather. Yeah, you got so, skull and crossbones out there. Uh, no, you just have to come at your own risk. <laughs> All right, Dave. Hey, thanks. Appreciate Thank it. you. Let's uh, let's go to Herb before we take a break. Herb, good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? I think Bill Rubis and Colby and Pam. Good morning, everybody. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning, sir. My. Uh, First of all, Brother Rufus, I want you to know that I am here for you, though you are surrounded by a lot of folks of a different stripe. Oh, thank you. you you're a Carolina grad, huh? Oh, yeah. Forty years on the campus. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, that's that's all right. I got uh, daughters and and sisters and stuff that went there. It doesn't I mean that we don't love plants, right? Yeah. I heard you talk. Yeah, I heard you talking about pound cake. I would suggest. All of you go to the state magazine and look for a Google Tar Heel pound cake. Uh-huh. You'll never go with any of those others. Perfect. Now, my main subject this morning is you were talking about deer, and I think you said Pam and some others may be doing 8- and 12-foot fences. Well, deer has a very precise depth of perception vision. And so their eyes are not quite as close together as ours. And so there's research going on right now that shows that rather than, well, you can always build a 12-foot fence, but rather than a 12-foot or 10-foot fence, they are building fences that are maybe four feet tall, separated maybe by about four or five feet apart. And that confuses the deer's depth of perception, and consequently it keeps them out. So you have some options. You can build a 12-footer, or you can use depth of perception uh, and build two fences, which basically comes out to about the same amount of material. So that's yeah. the deer lesson for um, the morning. I- Yeah, I was going to share. I have a friend who did that, and basically what he did is he built a, it's like a moat. He has two fences um, that run around his property, and then he runs his dogs through there. (laughs) That's a great idea. 
Yeah, they're, um, they're aware that there also are dogs there, and um, and so they keep a, a perimeter patrol, and that's that's very helpful, um, and that is that is something that a lot of people are considering. Wow. Uh, my my Francis my Francis Mason Abelia is blooming like crazy as well, and the Japanese beetles are on the bananas, the roses, and. Yeah. On each other, but that's another story. So. I know. Well, it's just. Oh, well. <laughs> Herb, you too much. Herb? Have a great day. You too. <laughs> you, too. <laughs> you too. Call mama today. Oh, yeah. See how she's doing down in Jamesville. She's doing great. All right. That's wonderful. We'll see you later, my friend. Uh, Colby, I, we had uh, we, we had a caller from Franklin County that uh, Jesse, who uh, left us, Jesse called back. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back and talk to Steve and Gardner straight ahead on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, indeed. It's 8.54. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston and Pam Beck and Phil Campbell. And I almost said Phil Franklin. Uh, good old Phil. Oh, I know. He's... And Colby Griffin, who's uh, with us from Nash County. Uh, he's the Franklin County Extension Agent for uh, Horticulture. And you sent me... Send me a picture. Your baby's one. Your uh, is that a uh, little girl that's uh, that's in in the playpen? Yeah, a little ball headed baby. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, that is a ball headed baby. <laughs> well, she's working. She's working. I guess she's teething and working on those four hundred teeth she's going to get. It seems like <laughs> it. They teeth so long. <laughs> she's chewing on chewing on that corn cob. So uh, that, that's great. You got quite a time out there this morning, but uh, thank you so much for for taking your time to be with us. Uh, we have uh, Jesse back in uh, Franklin County. It's uh, we're going to go to Steve first. Jesse, hang in there. Uh, Steve, good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, great. Good. I got one. I got. I got actually a serious gardening question, but I got another question first. The guy that was on before me. Uh huh. I want to know what degree it takes to take 40 years to get it. Uh, are you talking about Herb, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said he was on campus for 40 years. I just need to know what kind of degree you get when you... I don't know. It could be that he taught. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Uh, anyway, I've got two Leyland that uh, have been in our property for 24 years. Do they have a lifespan? Yeah, too much. Leylands? <laughs> yeah, as much as the uh, bagworms will allow them yeah, to have. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, the, the, all, all the problems, the maladies that uh, – but they, you know, they do do hang around, don't they, Colby? Well, this is the first year. I, I've never I, – I had bagworms when they were like eight feet tall, and I got rid of them. I haven't had them since. But now they've got – whole branches are dying in it. And uh, one of my neighbors, his uh, hedge, um, the Leylands and it have the same thing. So yeah. there's a disease that they can get that will cause it. There are several things that, that can affect. Yeah, Colby, you want to answer that? I, 
I had a guy to come uh, with some pictures this week. Same thing happening to his. Dead, just dead branches everywhere. I tell you what, it's just the nature of things. I, I, I lined my whole property with the blasted things yeah. about twenty-five years ago, and we tend to plant them too closely. Yeah, the worst mistake mm-hmm. I ever That's made. Right. Yeah. Well, mine are planted far enough apart. I mean, they've been very good, a very good screen for the yeah. last 24 years. Well, that seems like a lot of time for Yeah, 24 for years is a long time for a Because, lady. you know, they, for, for one thing, they grow really fast. And they most plants that grow really fast don't always live as long. So Okay, so we'll just plan on this. Yeah, dinner. yeah. Just come up with some some other plants, and I wouldn't plant yeah. just one type of plant. You could, there are all kinds of, uh, depending on how much room you have. There are um, Nellie well, R. Stevens hollies. Take up about twenty four feet of my property line. So yeah, well, you can put you can put um, Nellie R. Stevens hollies, and uh, there are cryptomeria. There are magnolias. If you go by NC State out on Western Boulevard, they got magnolias. Uh, Carolina has around their baseball field. They used to have uh, yeah. magnolias. Uh, well, so there. far, both of those are. <laughs> I don't like hollies, and my dad has a magnolia tree, and I wouldn't have one on my property if you paid me for it. Yeah, but they're a lot more. If you want something reliable, what would you yeah, say, Colby? They're a lot of work, and they have leaves that are like leather, and they're heavy when you pick them up. And well, if you don't cut them at the to, bottom, they tend to root sprout. And that, yeah, they do that. Oh yeah, they do that. Um, I got I I've been looking for you. You said you keep threatening to come out here and visit our garden, and we were at peak. Uh oh. Yesterday we had three hundred and nineteen. 345 clumps in bloom. Today we dropped to 265. Mm. So we have we have passed prime. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. A lot to take but care of. Still, you don't have time to grow other trees anyway. Here, so, yeah, yeah, it's still gorgeous. Yeah. Well, appreciate it, Steve. Yep. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Yeah, I, magnolias. You know, the problem, one of the problems with magnolias is uh, the owner of the magnolias sometimes trim the limbs up because they find that they can't see through them. They place them in the wrong place, but you can't cut them up from the bottom because if you leave them going to the ground, they will sprout up, but they yeah. will hide the leaves uh, to some extent too that fall uh, because always, that's a constant. I always thing. cut mine up because I just can't. If, if that <laughs> limb touches the ground. Expect a, a big shoot to come out, no yeah. matter what. Uh, Jesse and Franklinton, I promise you'll be you'll be the first call out of the news. Uh, we'll be back.